0: You're tuning in to Past Our Prime, a show powered by Squad Locker.
1: Let's be great. Let's be great. Here are your hosts, retired Astros minor league star Tip Fairchild, and former Patriots All-Pro Center Dan Copin. Go rock this thing, huh? Love you,
2: man. right, here we go. Episode 75, uh, Past Our Prime, powered by Squad Locker. Mm Mm-hmm. Kurt Weaver, executive director of You Can Play Project, is going to be joining us shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you may hear him in the background if he hasn't muted, muted yeah. his, uh, he, his Zoom he yet. It doesn't he really matter. Um, I did not, that doesn't count. Because, uh, yeah, so Dan just We have a swear jar. We, we, we established that last week. We established it last week. But we were not recording. We weren't live. Mm-hmm. I don't think it counts. I know. I swear to it
0: doesn't mean that we can't swear in the confines of our own selves. It just means we can't
2: swear on a published episode, right? Right. And I don't think that will be. It may be published because sometimes know. they play, do. They play the stuff sure. beforehand. No, we'll cut it out. All right. So I'm still. He's, he's the only one who swore. And, and Gary, the CEO, is the only one who swore multiple times last episode. Right. After right. he directed us not to swear. Are you beeping those out? Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Good. All right. So well, one thing we haven't touched on though. Since he came back, so before we get into it, Kurt, and you can you can chime in here if you'd like, and we'll talk about the you know the you can play project in in extents as we go. I don't think right? that's a word. <laughs> extensively. extensively, That's
2: <laughs> what you were looking to go. You were You were looking to go in. No, depth. I, I like. In de- de- I, was, depth. I was looking to go. in depth. I think he combined yeah, two intense, words: incense. <laughs> incense. <laughs>
0: that's not, that's the thing that you light and it like gives a Incense. Smell. yeah not <laughs> Incense. incensed yeah Incense that's a, is like rage that's a, yeah. right right i mean i don't know. It's yeah, a, I a lot it's of rage. words sound the same today so what i was going to say though is I you mean, just came back from disney yeah so this will be a little delayed but you just
2: came back from disney i did see
0: did i see a picture of you with mickey mouse shirt on
2: no you saw a picture uh yeah mickey may have been on there It was great. Great, great, great shirt! I, I it was, saw that uh, you guys all maybe had a matching shirt. It was a pink shirt. Mickey mm-hmm. may have been on there. My wife saw it in one of the gift shops, mm-hmm. and it was me, my father-in-law, and my brother-in-law Got were it. down there. One of the brother brother-in-laws was missing, mm-hmm. but she thought it would be a great shirt for us to wear together. Together, and I think it. wasn't is it like better 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 together or something? Was, yeah, better together. We're, ha- like we're having more fun, better together, or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. <laughs> we can and go with it, it. But the problem was it was cotton. Oh, sweat right through it. So what I did was... Pit stains. I actually love the shirt. It's a <laughs> great shirt. It's soft. And it, it's soft. It's comfortable, yeah. but it was cotton. And we had those, uh, the the, uh, the Locker Tees 2.0, yeah, right? those Made nice. beforehand. Yep. Those yep. were sweat proof. Got it. Still sweated my butt off. Yep. That would have been a $10 one. <laughs> that would have been a low yep. one. Yeah, we can probably say that still, but... Still sweated my butt off down Sweat. there. Sweat. I don't think you would say sweated. Sweat know. your Sweat. butt off. Is that? Sweat is past, past tense. Is that past tense too? Yeah.
0: Or well, no, it's also present tense. Sweat like one of those moose, moose and smoked. Swo- Swo- yeah, mice. smoke.
2: I smoke. smoke. I smoke. smoke. I smoke. It's it's my smoke. butt off. I love this. Yeah. Um, and that was a great shirt. Okay. It was really hot in the morning when you first got out into the heat. Mm-hmm. And then it cooled down a little bit, maybe. A We found some shade only in certain spots. Epcot, no shade. Got it. Hollywood Studios, no shade. Got it. Direct heat. It was like 95, 96, wow. 97 no degrees. Just, I would have the biggest hat Average, in the world on. I think we averaged walking. You told me. 12 to 14 miles a day. Talk about it in steps. I, I, 25,000 a day, right? Yeah. 22, uh, 22 23,000. I think my most was 28 that's a lot of steps it was yeah you you slimmed down you you've you've put it back i lost some, you, i lost a lot of muscle tone you sent me that one pic too and oh. just like you kind of look a little bad it was We're just like, all like the water's it, it made out me, of you made me yeah. feel bad. <laughs> i knew as soon as i, I saw the picture I, I was like i'm saving this one forever you know it's just like and then you get through the day and the kids had a great time it was a great ship, trip mm-hmm. you know the magic was gone probably a little bit at the end the magic the, magic, the, the magic was gone i was Got ready it. to come home but you get done at the end of the day It's like, all right, we just want to hang out in the air conditioning or whatever. Couldn't even stay awake. I bet tired. It's exhausting. Tired and chafed. One day was (laughs) chafed. One day, one day. I, I actually, I didn't want to. And there's a great thing. um, It's not tenactin. It's like. um, It's just Johnson and Johnson. Well, Johnson Johnson isn't even on the shelves anymore. Gold Bond.
1: Goldbond saved yeah. me. I don't
0: like the I don't like the how it gold, actually bond, gold
1: bond for sure.
0: Oh, oh. Not yeah. medicated. You get,
2: you get that little you get that little uh little tinge. The little tinge <laughs> to it. The little shock. <laughs> no, it goes it goes minty. It's like it's minty like it's medicated like mint. You can smell it for yeah. like a month. So after gold bond shaved uh saved me that one day, and mm-hmm. then I actually ordered from Amazon like I use a spray thing and it's not t- t- look up a little, my, a little butt butter. Up, is that what it's called? It's Loterman. Jeez, it's so yeah, it yeah. It's a low treatment. <laughs> s- you could try I'm not any even time on this. You know, I you we've, we've all time. been
1: there. We've all been there and at Disney of all places, it's you're going to sweat and you got to go yeah. go you got to go something. Some sort You gotta right? have right? got to have great underwear. Yeah, or spandex underwear.
2: or whatever. You can't have them you can't have the tighty-whities. You have got to have full inner thigh coverage. Yeah, cuz they're performance more fabrics. fabrics. Yes, yep. you need performance. Yep. That's right. But if I like if I had my Lotrimin spray and if it gets mm. really bad, I swear to god, we should film this one day. <laughs> no, it, we it, it, no, it doesn't even like you're not going to see anything or whatever. <laughs> But if it's really bad and you spray this on, you are in the most agonizing pain. Oh, yeah. For two minutes. It's like you like, jump around and you're, you're you're, you're you're like you're trying to get air. You're borderline <laughs> crying and laughing yeah. at the same time, jumping around. And it's like minty. That's the thing. It's yes. like minty. But two minutes of that pain, yeah. you're good afterwards. It's like, it's like putting on a hydrogen peroxide on yeah. a yeah. cut. You're like, yes. oh, my God. But then Straight the Straight alcohol right onto it. and Absolutely. Then I, I thought it was going to get bad. Mm-hmm. So from Amazon, I ordered a lotrimin cream mm-hmm. to the hotel just to make sure I was covered because okay. I didn't know if Gold was going to do it. And then you're talking yep. about like now I I'm do the go.
0: you know what I do is I do the like the w- mid walk tuck. Thing where you like get the you you like put the you put the boxers. I think
2: I think ninety five percent of the males down there are they, walking you guys around know. tucking. Yeah, like everybody that. knows. It's yeah. like a, you, yeah, you're hurting like, right
0: now, buddy. Yeah, you're, you're you're doing the walk and then you do like the reach the one tuck and then you're like oh gosh relief for but a moment you, until if, it slides back.
2: But if you get a walk around like like you just got off like a horse or something like that, <laughs> a while it's like oh that that guy's <laughs> that's gonna have a bad hurt. day.
0: That's right. Well, I'm going to the t-shirt thing because that's a good idea for squad locker, right? Because what people, you know, we haven't experienced this in a couple years. People are traveling again. Remember the everybody buys the t-shirt to go somewhere. So it got me thinking you can use squad locker for that. You add the logo. So you Mm -hmm. could have done your Mickey mouse logo or whatever, and then bought everybody a shirt and they get it on time. And then they go on their trip. By the
2: way, you want loud colors down there too. Loud Mm -hmm. colors yeah. so you can identify your kids. That's right. And hopefully you don't lose them. Okay, Kurt, did we lose you on that
0: story? Are we okay?
1: No, I mean, listen, I listen. i I appreciate this. And I think that you you are both coming to the thing that we all have come to at some point, which is when we were younger in a locker room at the gym and we saw the old guys in the corner, yes. just baby powdering from head to toe. Oh, You're yeah, like, what is going on here? And yep. we now know. We now understand, and we now get it. And it's like this. <laughs> I'm not they sure knew I knew something.
0: I'm not sure if I can say this word in the swears right yet, but I used to call that nipples down yeah. <laughs> so, so as much baby powder as possible just all over and then this is when I was playing oh, that's when you go
2: waistband out and just oh just shake yeah, yeah, yeah up here and let it all pour yeah. down
0: in so I used to when I was playing in Texas and we talked about this I think with Mickey we talked about how much baby powder we used to use the giant Johnson and Johnson bottles and they would only be there for a day because every guy yeah.
2: was I prefer the scented yeah. lav- lavender.
0: Oh, you like mm. the lavender?
2: Uh, the lavender scented nah, I like Very nice. Yeah. Johnson & Johnson. Regular. Deli- it it s- smells delicious. I,
0: and it's not, and I know a Johnson & Johnson person. And they said that it's not on the shelves
2: anymore. But they're
0: You're like, this is not. Lavender's like not on be. the
2: shelves or just no, regular? None of them are. None of them are should be because they're talc powder. It's coming. We're pow- coming to the hot season. You need baby powder. I know. Pow- I'm, I'm running low. I only
0: got about two inches left in my big giant bottle, and it's been. You I need can, another one.
2: You can go to the convenience stores. They have the little ones too. The Johnson Johnson yep. still. Yep. Okay, good. All right.
0: Okay. Now that we're through that, <laughs> okay, you can play project. Talk to us <laughs> yes. Kurt. is that a good lead in?
2: He is the executive director. Executive director. <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. The ED. Yeah. All right. So uh, talk to us about it.
1: Yeah, so uh, we actually turned 10 years old this year. So it's been, it's been a great year for us to be able to sort of look back and, and uh, celebrate the organization. But it got going, it got going out of a, a need for addressing some challenges, of course, in sport. We've all been in the locker rooms. We've all been in, in uh, team activities before. And there was a culture, and still somewhat permeates sport in some ways, but the culture was that coach is going to probably be the, the leader of this in the old days and, and players as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna misgender you, or I'm going to use homophobic words to then mo- somehow motivate you to do better in sport, or <laughs> simply to you know build camaraderie or whatever the reasons were. But it was a homophobic words were pretty rampant through sport as a very normal thing. It was a you know it was around. We just heard it, and it was it was part of the game is, is what they said. And so it was really starting off to say there's a death by a thousand cuts that happened from athletes that commit to sport. And it's why you're seeing LGBTQ athletes not entering sport more often, or not staying long through through sport. And it's because that death by a thousand cuts happens, and they're not making big announcements when they leave sport or when they don't join it at all. They simply kind of quietly walk out the back, like Homer Simpson going out the uh, the hedge. And it's that's, that's how the athletes outrageous. leave. And it's because they're here again right. and again and again. And they it's 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 driving them from sport, coaches, referees, officials, fans, um, and so it's really all levels of sport. And so they got going to to combat this. And I, they started in a really unique way, which was they started through the NHL because the Burke family, um, Brian Burke and Patrick Burke, uh, that uh, Brian's now GM of the of the Penguins and Patrick works for the NHL. Mm-hmm. Um, they really got it got up and going after um, Patrick's brother and, and Brian's son Brendan came out as a collegiate hockey player who was on his way to the NHL. And when he came out, he was really the only only uh, voice uh, in that space and uh, an out collegiate athlete at that level who was on his way to the NHL, unfortunately he died in a car accident. And so the organization was really started sort of in his name and to get that kicked off. But we started with the NHL as, as one of the very first steps. And so looking for, how do we make, how to make hockey of all sports, right? Start, start with a a good challenge here. How do we make hockey more inclusive? How do we get people to think about this stuff? And I think through 10 years, it's been working with nearly every sport you've heard of every league um, all around the world, not just in, in North America, but it's been a, it's been a great, progress we've seen. And really, the overt homophobic stuff is, is pretty much gone by the wayside, but you still get a lot of that, that casual homophobia that happens out there. So, yeah, we're like, lo- more, and the, lock, the locker you know, room still talk. Yeah, because yeah. I was looking
2: over the mission thing, yep. and it was like, okay, yeah, you want a safe locker room, you want to include you want everybody to feel <clears throat> welcome, and all yeah. that stuff. And I was just like, okay, but that that's really the number one goal of a locker room, probably said from day one on a coach. But when you say it's about the the language that is used in the locker room, especially back in the day, probably. And when I started out, it was much more. It wasn't like you're thinking like that. But that that makes sense to me.
0: And and it's, you know, I think literally in our podcast profile, Max, it says like stories and tales from the locker room, right? It's Mm -hmm. like what we are. That's what we do. Like Dan's got a million from playing for the Patriots. I got a million from playing with the Astros. We got a million from nights out and from from like so i call it uh stories from stretch where like everybody's stretching is just like it was story it's story time right oh yeah i was yeah. like
2: oh my god i don't want to be here right now it's so hot <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Hot. we but, go lay down but i
0: will tell you that so what year are we in 2022 correct right you guys started 10 years ago so 2012 right we were yeah. both yeah.
2: playing at that time no i just got fired
0: i just i had already been fired Correct. I was done in 2007 or 8. No, 10. Oh, was it 10? You got it. Yeah.
2: Okay. All right, good. So
0: so even at the end of my time, and probably at the end of yours, I would say that that homophobic words and slurs and and swears, I guess, is, I don't know if that's just words. They obviously didn't right? have a swear jar. Um, we're already going out. I would say I would say 2000, you know, when I was playing, like it was not – that common to hear those terms as much. People were already being like, "Whoa, let's not say that word."
2: Mm-hmm. Would you say that? Would you agree with me? I, I I think in the locker rooms that I was in, especially especially as we got older and all that stuff, yeah, I would I would agree with yeah. that. Yeah, but, but but then
0: ten years ten years ago, I would think like you said, it's not. I can't remember what you just what you just mentioned, but you said it's not as outwardly like you know. But now it's like the passively like yeah we, we call it overt words.
1: and casual but Over-and-out. casual yeah. there it is, yeah
0: like casually i even feel like um boy i can't even i couldn't even tell you when i've i've said one of those terms in a long time no casually yeah no. right and i think that 10 years ago you probably casually were still using that language is that accurate
1: okay. yeah, yeah yeah and I, we, there was kind of a campaign around that's so gay right so don't don't say that's gay or don't, don't use that as a as a way no. to describe things so there, there was a little bit of a campaign around that but the sissy and pansy stuff on broadcast this year um, you know, during a hockey game and during a baseball game, we had those things said. So it's like you, you, they still happen. And it's not, again, when you talk to the broadcaster, you talk to the individual, they're never like, Oh, I meant that to be homophobic. They're simply like, Oh, I just talk about sports in that way. It's it's sports language. And so yeah. we get that a lot. And I, I mean, again, we all know coach growing up, like we, we know what they yelled at us and, yeah. and we, we heard it and we just used it then ourselves. And I didn't, I think most people when using this stuff didn't really think it through to say, oh, that's homophobic or I'm misgendering somebody or I'm doing something that's tearing Mm -hmm. them down. So I don't think that's the way they approach it. Uh, But I think once they see the mirror held up and they realize what actually it's doing um, and how many athletes have we lost through my time playing my sport. And Mm -hmm. again, you just you don't know because it's not somebody who they don't raise the hand and make a big announcement on the way out. On your
2: on your one pager on the website, um, you can play project.org Look at that throw in there. Wow, right? we're getting oh. we we're getting, we're getting so better at this. Check it out. Yeah. You, got, you got you got. I mean, those one pagers that you do on the website you are used really. A good. highlighter? I did. <laughs> I did. Shit. I didn't say it. I should. It. I should it. All right. Yeah. Um, Use the highlighter. You, I got. Two things on this, but just on yours, what you said earlier—they sort of just Homer Simpson fade into the into the uh, hedges, right? Mm-hmm. The twenty-four percent of LGBTQ uh, plus, you say they would play a school or they play a school sport compared to sixty-eight percent, right? Mm-hmm. Do you th- like? Do you think that they're using these? Do they use those words too, or Ooh. just get uncomfortable with them and walk away, or like? maybe not their time where they want to come out or you know what they're not ready to you know yeah you know you want hard workers you want talent you want work ethic you want uh to be able to trust that individual but that 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 number seems low like if high school and all that stuff like if they want to play they're going to play i get Mm -hmm. the fact that they're using words that are you know bad and making them uncomfortable um but maybe some of them they're just not that into the sport
1: you know so we actually, we had a conversation the other day about this. It was really interesting. I think the times have changed to where in corporate America, in sports, in anywhere else, we've passed the point of, oh, I don't care what you are. Like, well, no, it's not that I don't care what you are anymore, whether it be your sexuality or your race or your religion, right? We've all heard people be attacked around those things. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't care anymore. I actually want to care now. And I want to harness that to make the team better, to mm-hmm. make the office better. And I think we're that's that's the difference to where in the past, it's been even if it was tolerance. Tolerance is a base level, and and Brian uh, Brian Burke the other day said tolerance is for cats. Like you, you tolerate cats. He said you love people, and you and you want to know more about those people. So it's really about changing that mindset. And I think younger athletes, especially younger athletes today, if it's simple, if it's even a simple baseline of tolerance and not and not allowing you to be who you are within the space you are, um, I'm not going to perform as as well as I should. Right. And we talk about this to where when. We talk about the bag, like your your you know your baseball bag getting heavier every time you go to practice because not only do you have maybe some issues at home or homework or just challenges or whatever else is in your way for sport. The things that you can't change, like your race, your sexuality, your gender identity, those things. When you're attacked on those things, you can't change. You don't. You don't like, or when you feel attacked on those things, you don't uh, stick around to see how it's going to go. You simply say, "I can't change that," yep. and I'm unwilling to change all of you. So I simply. Walk away, or again, I never join. I think that's where we're also trying to educate young athletes that are, um, that maybe are out uh, and say, listen, there, sport is a place for you. Traditionally, maybe you've not thought that, but we all know the benefits of sport. It made us all who we are. It's yep. amazing, mm-hmm. it, you know, a, a thousand great things about it. And for a community who is, who has a per, by percentage higher mental health issues because of some of the challenges they face, sport is a benefit that they need. So I think opening it up and making sure that it's not just open but welcoming and so yeah. it's 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 not just sort of like letting somebody into the into the into the gym it's asking to dance too
0: and, and you mentioned something right there where having them not even start to play is probably more dangerous than them walking away right like so oh absolutely right because then you're not getting even just if you look at it as if you know uh, it's just working out physical like physical activity like you have this whole population of people who aren't comfortable to play because they don't want to start Instead of walking away, it might be not, I mean, it's not a good thing either, but I, I it's, it's more concerning that people wouldn't start to do something because of that. Right. And like, I have a, we have, we, have, we both have young kids, so I've got an eight and a six year old and Dan ha, Dan's in the same kind of uh, batch of ages there. Like plus, 12, 12. Kid. Yeah, plus, plus one, one kid, kid, plus one on top of that. <laughs> like, I can't imagine that their experience is even remotely close to what ours was. Like in high school sports and college sports and, and and you know even in like adult rec and everything else from there professional whatever it is, like I I just see all the inclusion now in schools and like how like the kids are so much different now and there's so
2: much more like uh accepting of everybody i think we're we're we're, we're aware of it too and passing it on the kids the teachers are aware of it and that's how they're learning which maybe our generation or generations before that didn't learn like that exactly and a coach is going to be much different
0: right now teaching my you know coaching my eight-year-old than Mm -hmm. the person that coached me at eight years old right there's a huge difference there oh
1: yeah yeah, I, don't, I
0: can't even really figure how they're gonna like. What's if is there gonna be? Any, are they gonna be?
2: I hope not. Like I feel like it's but gonna you, be but amazing. Here, but here, I hope not. But there's always that like one person. So like like you take like uh, <laughs> you know what I mean, Kurt, There's a one per- like you got an off off night or a. That bi- they learn night. it from or no, something. No, you got no. Just yeah. like you like that whole group can get lumped into one bad person or one mm-hmm. person's mistake. Like you got fifteen hundred oh, NFL total. players, right? There's a bye week. There's one person that goes out and gets a DUI. One. Mm-hmm. The other per- people may go home, spend time with their family. Some may do charitable work. Someone goes on a vacation. Who shows up in the newspaper? Yeah. That one person that got the DUI mm-hmm. and it gives a black mark to the whole sport.
1: Yep. A- 100%. And then and we deal with this all the time, which is, of course, a, a homophobic slur gets caught on a hot mic on a field in the heat of battle, right? Something happens and immediately the. The tweets start flying. We'll see that sport. Like I knew it. You know, they're, they're all homophobes. It's like, well, hang on, you know, let's, let's take a beat here and let's actually have a conversation about what this is. That's why I love you can play as an organization is they don't believe in cancel culture. It's we're going to work with the athlete or the coach or, who, or whoever it was. We're going to have a conversation, highlight some new information they didn't have before. Now, if they double down, down on stupidity, that's a whole different thing totally different. say totally different you yes. know what you're absolutely right and i'm going to be the new advocate for you for at least for a couple weeks here using my very large twitter and instagram to then hopefully hype up your message and i think that's where almost every single time um once given new information they say okay i was i was dumb sorry about that i want to be better about it so and i so that's what's your take that's then. Ask, really.
0: i've got a good one for you then and this will be good this will be perfect we'll, to get we'll, your insight we'll judge that no i do
1: um <laughs> What's I your take did, on like yeah.
0: Justin Thomas right in golf? I mean, that was a big deal, right? Like hot mic slur, right? Homophobic slur lost mm-hmm. lots of sponsorships, right? Well, it didn't lose his career because you know, he's come back, but how did he handle that? Do you know, like mm-hmm. you, are you familiar with that specific example?
1: Yeah. And so lost, I lost the uh,
0: Ralph Lauren like,
1: deal, like all the stuff, right? I don't have the back, I don't have the behind the scenes detail around that. It's not um, one that we worked on specifically, but I can tell you that the the process behind the scenes is going to be, first of all, of course, there's crisis management for that league or for the, you know, for the PGA. And so we've all, we've all seen what that looks like. You, you both probably be in the locker room, all of a sudden the the PR people come in the locker room for the first time, you know, that seems like, Hey, time to have a chat. Um, But what we find is that it's, it's going to shut the lights off a bit. You have to allow the, the pushback. But you also have to then lean into it as an athlete or as a team yep. or as a league and an organization. I think that's where we find that too many times we're going to wait for legal and see what they're going to come back with before we then say something about it. And I think this is where organizations like the PGA are doing a little bit better here and, and, and leagues are because they're willing to say, listen, regardless of what this is, we're going to look into this as an issue. So from, a, from an organizational standpoint, we're going to look into this as an issue. But in the meantime, we love people, and we want you to know that you're welcome in golf or hockey or football mm-hmm. or whatever. And that's that's been the the nice changes. They're they're learning to make that statement first, which is we're going to find out the detail on what happened here. But in the interim, we're not going to wait for legal. We're just going to say we believe in this. Yeah. Separately, then for for Justin and other athletes like that, like you get, you get stuck. And I think people, when genuinely going back and saying, I mean, first of all, there has to be the apology, and then of course there has to be some work done to then make amends. And I think that's where the work that, has, that gets done a lot of times ends up being a check being cut. And and it's wonderful and appreciated, but truly it's get to know somebody in the community because proximity is almost always the issue. If you don't have somebody in proximity to you, that is a different race, religion, mm-hmm. uh, ethnicity, anything, you don't know the understanding. You don't know them and you're not going to understand where they came from or what the story is. So it's almost always where proximity can help solve some of those problems. Um, and just highlight an athlete, hey. You didn't know this about it and you didn't realize what that word meant to certain people um and so it stayed in your vocabulary even if it was in the background it just pops out when you're angry about something yeah that's why it's there because you, you again, proximity has not been part of your life yeah, yeah. and
0: that's what it seemed like happened happen with him for sure and the thing that was that i wonder when when people lose sponsorships over stuff like this and mm-hmm. when people lose um you know backing even like in any aspect when does it come back or can it come back like could 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 Ralph Lauren or R- I think it's actually RLX, RLX. which is, which is think, Ralph yeah, Lauren's yeah. sport okay. version, like can they come back to him and say, hey, we're ready again, let's go? How does that, how is that? Oh, yeah. Track, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And honestly, I feel
1: like they should almost, but. They should, and I think they're they're very apprehensive to do so because of the issues that they, that they think they're going to face. But I think what what's better than something happening? I mean, of course, we don't want it to happen in the first place, but if it is going to happen, what's better than, Actually, doing something about it, fixing an issue, and then coming back out stronger the other side. This is w- this is why, again, the the let's fire him immediately and cancel them. It's, it's, it's that's what easy. I feel. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what I feel. I feel like it was yeah.
0: too too much of a canceling. You want people, of on you want that.
2: people to grow and learn mm-hmm. from this, which yeah. everybody should, but not just cancel. Yeah,
0: it's that's why I almost feel like if you're going to be a big sponsor like that, and that happens, and he apologized, he w- he was in that mix of obviously didn't check with legal because he apologized. The second the round was over. I remember Mm. that whole, that whole thing. Like he was like, Hey, messed up. This Mm. is what happened, blah, whatever. And then Ralph Lauren drops him. Yeah. Whatever it was a week later, two days later, the next day, even it's almost like, don't drop him, like support him during it and be like, Hey, you're suspended for a year. You're suspended for six months. Listen, we want you back. We want to help you. We want to, we want to be with you on this rather than now. It just seems like it was a thing like, OK, they dropped him like, yeah, they're, those ties
1: are done. I don't know what was fixed. I don't know if anything was fixed. You're exactly right. And I think that's where brands have to brands have to have a, a longer look than the next three tweets. And, and I think yes. many of them are getting there. And I, and I give them credit when they do this. But te- teams as well, I think there was a there was a time when we went through at a lot of the pro leagues, just just cut the cut the cancer out and we'll deal with, you know, the, the repercussions later. And I think it's, it's been better that we're, we're trying to then find out, like, like I said, if this is the third time, this is the second time, like, okay, you're, you're not learning your lesson. Clearly this is a part of you and yep. you're not hearing what we're telling you. It's a very different issue, but something's happened and you get, again, whether it's um, now, of course, with social media, players sitting there scrolling at night ends up liking something and a ha ha ha, you know, LOL on somebody's message. And all of a sudden it's, that's the same now as making the statement yourself. It's, it's the exact same thing. So, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's just like, listen, be, be more thoughtful about this. And so that's why we work with teams and, and coaches and athletes and everybody else just to say, listen, think this stuff through. And, and again, I think this, this is where to the sponsor side of it, the buying power of the LGBTQ community is, is immense. And so like you are, you're accessing new fans, you're accessing new, new sponsors that you never thought would, would come your way. Mm-hmm. You're, is now an industry to actually look into to say, I have a whole new fan base that just doubled my my Instagram presence and got me out there and got me in front of a new sponsor that I would have never had in the past. So we work primarily with straight allies in that that's mostly what sport is. And so we're always trying to say, listen, there's a, there's a space here for you. And of course we want, we want tolerance at the base level here, but you don't understand the opportunities that you could have here by reaching out to a community like any community and showing that this sports for you and me as an athlete cheer for me. You know, I I want you on my team.
0: And How do we do the doubling of the Instagram followers? We need some help with that yeah, if you want. Yeah. We, could, we need some. No we need idea. some. Assistance. We, we think we're shadow banned. By <laughs> the way, <laughs> <laughs> we have no idea. we're worried about our shadow. Somebody banning. canceled so, us. Yeah, community guidelines. we
1: like community guidelines. Like, yeah, we, 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 we are, are stuck in a number. USA right now. Soccer
2: League, Major League yeah. Baseball, yeah. NFL, Nike, NHL. I mean, oh no! Look at this one. Look at this one. That's, That's minorly. Minor, minor oh. That's right here, right here. Oh, yeah, you're there. <laughs> I mean, the sponsors, I <laughs> yep. mean, you could reach out. Yeah. They want to make money, but they could double us too. That's right. Tip, you get tip, minor league
1: baseball, like all things, they do amazing. They do amazing nights and parties and celebrations. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do some of the most fun pride nights. Like they just, cause they, cause you know, any idea goes as long as it's going to sell a couple more tickets, which is right. <laughs> it's 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 it the best it part. So, uh, minor league baseball kills it on this stuff. Um, just some really unique and fun, different ideas. Uh, and I, it's always, I mean, it's entertaining to see what they come up with next, but they also do then a great report to then show, listen, this benefited our bottom line. And so the numbers was about, we ticked up about 8% over a normal night when we do pride nights. It's like 8% more ticket sales is a huge impact to a bottom line for my only team. Right. Have the, you seen the, Savannah, the, the the Savannah Bananas the, the, team that does all the, the wild stuff?
0: Yeah, like that, the the Maine
2: Mariners have a uh, video on their website. Oh yeah, yeah. A cool. oh, bunch, com- bunch of cool videos on there. The main yeah. Mariners are on there. Hmm. Yeah. And you, so you mentioned um,
0: you know Pride Night, right? And we're coming. This is going. to What's go your land, favorite July? event of the year
2: that you guys do? Ooh. I mean, we, we don't have to get, cut like, it off. doesn't, ha- I, 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 I you you just have you know. have swerved he's into my a, lane and just cut me off on that a, question. I, it was a good question. My wife does that. I'm going to let you go ahead. It might have. No, you remember that. I'm going to write it down. You remember that. I'm going to write it down. You all right, keep going. Let's let him breathe for a second. We got a lot of information.
1: What's his favorite night? Oh, God. There's so many good pride nights. I actually, I'll tell you what, the one that I'm excited for coming up here, the European League of Football, the, you know, we'll, we'll call it the, the next NFL over there. Uh, Michael Sam is coaching the Barcelona team. The very first Pride Night is going to happen July 3rd this year. for The first one that's ever happened in that league. And Michael Sam is is their, I think he's their um, or defensive coach. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be leading the way during the Pride game. So I'm unfortunately not going to get to that game in Barcelona. But uh, if anybody finds yourself in Barcelona on July 3rd, go see the, the uh, football yeah, team sure. there and uh, see the very first Pride Night.
0: Got it so it's an upcoming event i like yeah that. Yeah, Good. yeah promotion so it may be his favorite it might be might be might be we don't know yet we don't, we don't know. know it hasn't happened yet all right can i get back to my question yes right right now. Now. <laughs> all right so this episode's going when max thursday so it's uh, we're, we seven, go seven. into july but june is traditionally pride month correct yeah. Yeah. right traditionally yeah. it, it is <laughs> no, it, <laughs> It is. is. Yes, it absolutely is. Okay, so anyway, um, you know, a month, you know, dedicated to this, but really like it should just be something, right, that we always kind of, I guess not necessarily celebrate, but just recognize and understand and know. And, you know, Providence, you know, where we are, we're in Rhode Island. I drove downtown on Saturday on like Pride, the actual Pride night. It was bananas. There was like 200,000 people down there. Like, have you ever been? Down, have you ever seen like that scene down in downtown? I avoid Providence like the plague. Yeah, you avoid yeah. Providence. <laughs> in He's just walk yeah. his dog on Main Street in East Grinch, it, that's it, it. It is like becoming wild, you know. Like for that, and like it's, it's. I can't imagine like twenty years ago thinking the same thing, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Like oh, yeah, or five, three years ago. I'm not. I'm not sure. Like how far back, but. It's it's like very much celebrated, very much like uh, you know appreciated. I think uh, is another word. Uh, It's recognized, like it's all over the place, and like it feels like it's a good time, you know. So, do you have thoughts and and like I was gonna say thoughts and prayers, (laughs) thoughts and takes (laughs) on like on having you know June be that that month, and you know we're coming off of off of June right now, and like does it feel like oh wow, what a relief that was a long month for us, (laughs) or or is it like hey let's continue this.
1: Yeah, the number one thing we work with with our partners is Pride 365 is the idea because June should really just be highlighting what you did the rest of the year. And that's don't don't come up with a new campaign for June or, you know, yeah, you're going to rainbow your logo and throw it up. But don't make that the thing you actually do. Talk about what you did in October and what you did in February and the go. outreach thing you did or the Pride night. So we're really working with them to then put that schedule together around the year. So then June becomes a just a conglomeration of B-roll footage of what you did throughout you know the rest of the year. More of a celebration. Um, yeah. yeah. I like and, that. and that's, that's the, we always hear the word authentic, you know, authenticity and you're not authentic about it. Or you're rainbow washing, which is what it's called now that companies tend to do. And it's like, listen, the way to get rid of that is to do things year round. And then Different again, times. celebrate them in June. And I think that to your point around the parade, we're, we find that a like twenty twenty two 22 hovers around percent of millennials and younger identify with the LGBTQ community. And people think that means there's just more, there's more gay people and it's like well no they're they're identifying with an with a movement and with a community of people that is open accepting and about love and you're welcome here mm-hmm. when right now a lot of things are about you're not welcome to sit with us at this table like and so in a, in a time when that's that's being used a lot there's all there's a group over here that says all are welcome we have a great time you know oh. if you want to wear a rainbow great if not you're still welcome um i walked in Denver's mm-hmm. parade on sunday and the avalanche uh, Bernie, the avalanche, uh, St. Bernard mascot was there with a, I mean, it must've been a 20 foot by 20 foot pride flag that he was waving while on rollerblades to, again, there must've been, there must've been a million people down there. And so yep. seeing, seeing that happen. And again, seeing the crowd love sport and sport love the crowd. That, that's, it's a very cool thing to see.
0: No, it's it was. Uh, I drove down there and I was like, holy! Like the they had all the the Barrett, Did I almost say I swear?
1: You almost did. Holy!
0: The, holy! <laughs>
2: <The> bar- <laughs> I mean, like
0: stages everywhere, and there was like open. It was like an open. It was almost like saying, "Hey, we're in a, a French quarter right now. Quarter, French corridor. quarter, quarter, quarter." <laughs> and you can
2: God, have problems. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. And,
0: and it like, hey, you can take a drink from this place to that place, and it was like it was very very. Like, welcoming. That's
2: how it felt. He's right. Especially like, nowadays when it's just like, you're either this or that. And if you don't like what I like, yeah. I don't like you. Yeah. You know I'm, what I mean? Especially in mean, po- politics. Mostly, it's po- just, mostly, yeah, poli- mostly yeah, politics. Mostly politics and yeah. cancel, but it's just, it's enough already. Yeah, enough. I agree Enough. enough. The other thing I saw on the one-pager, love the one-pager, mm-hmm. You it, it's not only about the teams in the locker room. It's about the spectators. It's about the fans. Mm. Right? Because you're sitting, those same words can be used by a guy sitting next to me drinking a 24-ounce Bud Light yep. yelling at players where he might not know who's next to him and that mm. affects them
1: too. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, Dan, I'm sure those are your favorite people when you're playing. Uh, <laughs> I like the ones who drink the oh. beer who, are, who yell yeah. obnoxiously. <laughs> I don't like those guys. Yeah, It's like, yeah, you, you open uh, in Section C. Um, yeah, you want to come down here and try what I'm doing here? Uh, so <laughs> it's it's always interesting to see that. I think the fans are a hinge point for us in that to bring a community in. truly, of course, you, you're going to love what you're going to see on TV on, on Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Like you're going you're gonna to watch your heroes. You're going to then fall in love with the sport at some level. But what we try to do is, is engage with fan groups. And right now we just made a partnership with the each soccer, like Major League Soccer, each team has their fan group. And mm-hmm. so supporters group call it what you want. The American Outlaws are the one for the USA. And then each team has their own. We just um, forged a partnership, but there's a national organization for them. That's the difference. Like that's who is scary to a community who doesn't know the sport or is not access to the sport right now. And when I think, am I going to be able to go watch this soccer team play or baseball team play and feel safe? Who I'm worried about is not the athletes and the, and the coaches. And maybe them using some sort of homophobic slur. I'm actually worried about the guy sitting next to me, three bears in. Yeah. And so where where we try to work on is those, those organizations reach out to the community. It's one thing when the, when the Mariners reach out, but if when the Mariners fan group w- reaches out to then people and say, listen, come sit with me, come, come join us, come in the stands, buy some tickets. enjoy. Yeah, the we've game got, we we've got our own section right here. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's, again, it's about, it's about, um, we always say act as if like you don't about 80% of kids are not out to their co- coaches or teams in high school. About 46% of adults are not out at work. And so you just, you don't know, like act as if it's just simply better. Neutral language is better. Um, we like to, I'm at an example, like wheelchair ramps, are great for all of us, but very specifically needed for a small group of people. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's like, but we all use them and it's, it's wonderful. So just, just make it better for everybody. And it's going to be a better sport experience.
2: Do you, do you have that tips to create an inclusive locker room uh, with, with your partnerships or the NFL or MLS or baseball? Do they, does this hang on a wall
1: now in the locker room? We, we develop signage usually for internal in a locker room. If we're going to be doing that kind of thing, uh, we also do the signage for stadiums. And so just kind of general language, but it comes down to, if you can play, you can play. And that's our, that's our motto. And it's like, listen, if you can coach, you can coach. If you can play, you can play. We, we love you, whoever you are, and it's going to make you better and it's going to make the team better. And what we always say is how many, how many Olympians, how many gold medal Olympians have we lost through kids, not joining sport because they didn't feel welcome in it. Or how many pro athletes did we lose out of major league baseball or, you know, NFL, that could have been excelling and contributing to a team, and we just lost them somewhere along the way. And that's just, you know, of course, the mental benefits of sport is one thing; achievement is the other. We want the best athletes out there to do the best job on the field.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's that leads again to that: how many do we lose along the way? But also, just how many didn't start? Right? Mm-hmm. How many didn't start? That and, would have been. they never had. All chance. of a sudden, they're seven foot two. It would have been the best, you know, center in the NBA, and and never picked up a basketball their whole life. Exactly. Right. Like that's the, that's the scarier part that I think of.
1: What's, what's your sports background? Rugby? Rugby. Yeah. I, I I came up playing every sport there was. And then I kind of quit all sports because I went into a band and choir for, uh, for a few years there. And then I, I was like, listen, I got to get back into sports. I miss it. So when I was 16, I I tried to get a rugby team started my high school and didn't get it going. So I played for the neighbor high school. Um, But yeah, I fell in love with rugby. It was one of those sports that it was just, it was difficult enough. I wasn't going to master it easily. And that's why I fell in love with it. And then yeah. I ended up playing for a long time, and I, um, I then refereed. I got the chance to referee all over the world, and it was a special experience. Uh, what instrument in my I, head?
2: I can't imagine <laughs> what those. I can't imagine what those fans were yelling at you when you were refereeing.
1: Yeah. Uh, you you probably heard it all. I, I like to see it. so I was in Kenya. Dan absolutely it. hates referees, by the like way. <laughs> I, really I don't
2: like referees. I really
0: <laughs> do Listen to like
2: three episodes what colors, ago. What colors does rugby referees I've wear? I've never
1: <laughs> seen a guy go on a bigger rant about refs than Dan. <laughs> <then three laughs> ago. I don't blame you. I, I being an international referee, and I still yeah, don't. You, the referee, sport, so boring, you probably so hated the so one you were playing. Um, but we, we get to wear whatever color we want. We get to wear these beautiful pink jerseys you want or orange or blue, anything you want it's kind of like soccer. You wear an alternate color from the players, but you no, so the I, polo? is it the rugby polos that they, they wear? Yeah. I mean, they, they're now, of course, performance fabrics like everything else, right. um, but it's, yeah, if it's, it's them still traditional. Wear yeah. Disney. Yeah. But you in rugby, the they have to call us sir, or ma'am. Oh, really? I, I was, so rugby has sort of similar to NFL. You have the the big guys up front and the smaller, faster in the back and i was smaller and faster so i i had the pretty hair i didn't want to do too much of the uh taping you so, ear taping yeah, yeah. i i that's was the thing like i hey, think of
0: what i think of rugby all the time. It's like the guy that like, the cauliflower really it's like but they're not even using like pre wrap or anything they're just like I just <laughs> tape <laughs> <laughs> <Yep. laughs> on you know? i'm like that's got to hurt taking that off i don't even like taking it off like my ankle they call
1: you
2: sir and ma'am
1: <laughs> yeah so you have you have to call the referee sir or ma'am And so when I you're never, on the field I and really one one the threat. captain talks to them so it's a it's this wildly respectful thing in a very aggressive environment, which that's what, again, why the it's an interesting sport in that way. Um, now they still, they still use some choice language now. And again, of course, they I do like anything, um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that sounds, <laughs> sounds like, I'm sorry, yeah. ma'am, I yeah. apologize. <laughs> it, it's, it's wonderful. And of course the, the crowd tends to get into it too. I, I was going to say, I was in Kenya, refereeing their national team. and I had 25,000, um, Oh, about 20,000, uh, Kenyan, uh, fans, chanting at me uh it's you're a b- mr referee and I, i'll put one in the swear <laughs> jar for you but they yeah, have the whole song they hard. sing and so it was like this beautiful thing where in beautiful song they're singing this to me as i'm refereeing on the field and like i love the game
2: yeah that's why you're there to piss them off <laughs> all right you
0: said drums on the uh, on the instrument right did you say course, drums? drum line, actually, Yeah, it's actually percussion oh, geez, oh you're in the band is that uh, accurate yes.
1: Uh, so I, I played the <laughs> quads. I don't know if you, the four drums together, that are strapped together that you oh, uh, like, like drumline the movie. Tip, I love tip that has movie. I have no
2: idea what a quad is. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that sound. Yeah. No, I love
0: that. That movie drumline is one of my actually like sneaky favorite movies because I just like the <laughs> see oh, like,
1: I t- love t- that t- So tip. T- I see you either as a show choir kind of guy, or maybe you could be on drumline with me. like, I, I don't know what yeah. I, vibe I'm getting from you yet, but.
0: Definitely, yeah. definitely drumline guy. Like that's a. Uh, I remember one time we were playing at uh, this was a minor league game, and like you said, the minor league like flair of like their craziness game, going on. Awesome. Right. So I remember we played. Where was I? This was down south somewhere, because the band they brought out the high school marching band drumline. had like 25, 25 people in it. Oh yeah. For the game, and it was like kind of a crisp night too. Mm-hmm. I had chills all over. <laughs> goosebumps.
2: I, I had absolute
0: <laughs> goosebumps because they came out and they were doing the thing and they were like going back and forth. And were I was like, Were you pitching that night too? No, I wasn't pitching uh, that night. I was pitching, literally it just like that magical. But like, I remember we were playing catch and I was like running like pass routes. I was like <laughs> pretending I was <laughs> warming up for a football game. And it was so fun. But I remember that. And, and drum lines just like from that, not from that point on, but earlier than that, I just have always been like percussion. I, I really like a drum percussion.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. I do too. You do? Does that get you excited? I think it's amazing. I like that they can do that, and then they get the flips of the uh, the drumsticks yeah. and all that stuff. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm a great rock band drummer, by
0: the way. Like that's that is my. Thing. I Yeah, you know, like I'm, you know, like uh, not an expert level, but maybe the one level underneath. <laughs> is call rock band? It's called rock band, the, right? Yeah, the video yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guitar, oh. not singing, N- not a good singer. No, it's easy to keep the the tone inside of that that whatever that bar that it stays, it's easy.
1: You're just, Come on, Dan, Dan, you've got that, like just enough rasp in the voice that you, you can do the sultry stuff every day. Come on. Yeah, I, I, really even... Marbles. This is marbles. Every, time time was... I hear, <laughs>
2: every time I hear back our podcast and it's just the same thing, probably with everybody. If you listen yeah. to your voice, you just want to throw up. <laughs> it's, just like, yeah. it's not fun. Do I really sound like Dan, that? It's not fun.
0: Um, so with all the sports that you guys are working with, are there. So I'm going down an inclusion question here, like mm-hmm. eventually, because we do that at squad locker um, where, we look at every organization and every club and every activity out of school, mm-hmm. rather than just let's take care of the football and the hockey and the baseball team because they're the biggest and we can make the most money. And,
2: and they get and, right? and that team gets the most money and the most gear all the time. Yep. If you can be inclusive across everything,
0: right, which is what we do, like we've we've got a nice message there where it's like, hey, you're on the chess team. There's three of you. You should still get a hooded sweatshirt just yeah, like they did yeah. on, the, on the hockey team, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a big message that we have here. But it, do you feel like there are sports that are further along than this? And it could be, this could be at a high school level. It doesn't need to be pro. Further along in this overall, you can play project like just in general than some sports?
1: Uh, I think every sport has, subunits of it that are further along than others. I, I don't know that one sport is leaps and bounds beyond any other when it comes to the inclusion stuff. And, and again, not just about LGBTQ inclusion, it's more so now you're seeing, um, you know, now there's going to be an uh, Asian American Pacific Islander night or, you know, celebration oh. around there. So you're seeing a lot more of this stuff happen. I think I, I give credit to the NHL and, and it's, it's unfortunate they don't get more focus and more press around this in that they do a heck of a job on most NHL teams now have a full staff internally that focus on community outreach and underserved communities. And I think maybe because hockey is, it's so hard to, to be a hockey player. You have mm. to have found a rink with some ice on it to even mm. be able to do it as a young person, which yeah. isn't like a ball in a field outside you know, yeah. your, your house. Yeah. And then you had to have bought those ridiculously sized skates and you know, huge mm. helmet when you're a kid and you're getting driven to ice. And then you have to actually be able to skate to be able to play that game. So I think hockey knows its limitations better than some sports to say, we we already have a lot of barriers to entry. Let's not make this a barrier to entry, and that, and that's why I think they started years before others. Um, I'll, I'll give an example. They have a a couple of things they're doing right now where it's like, listen, if we could change any rule of hockey to make it better, more more interesting, more fun, more engaging, more inclusive, let's let's do it. And they do these studies and like close the rink and let's have a couple of teams practice with um you only get to wear one skate today or whatever it is they're trying. Like any anything is on the on the able to be adjusted mm-hmm. and i think that's where hockey takes a hard look at itself a lot more than maybe other sports and i think it's from that culture of just it's it's a hard enough sport to get into now then you get into you know other sports like baseball there's some teams that do really really well around this um actually the the uh president of the pirates right now uh came from the penguins and has instituted a whole lot of great stuff for inclusion around the pirates organization and then you get into you know soccer and i think soccer itself the mexican soccer chance they've lost all home game opportunities for the national team for mexico because they won't get rid of the homophobic soccer chance it's like you're losing millions of revenue in revenue every single year just because you won't get into that so but i think soccer is taking a hard look at itself and uh with the world cup being in in qatar this year you know you can't even you can't even use certain words there um you can't even say the words homosexual. so right this
0: is gonna be this is like a wild spot for the world cup to be right it's uh yeah, yeah it's gonna be it's tricky there's like a lot of things you go to jail for really right? yep. yes you can't uh, that's no like, pda in public no pda in public like there's lots of stuff that like and and soccer is like a is a emotional sport like that yeah you can't hug after a goal you can't
2: hug after a goal in nope. Ca- qatar nope not yeah. in, not in uh, 2022 november
0: 2022, I, I think it's in November. That's, shock, it's, that's yeah, shocking. It's wild. Yeah, <laughs> a lot this, of this stuff. Can't you can't move, jump right? up and down.
2: You can't clap. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's also oh about my like the things that you post,
2: like the no, no, like, no. You All can these clap players and social medias yeah, and you know, stuff. Know, like, was little, I was exaggerating <laughs> a little <laughs> bit. Your, your own hands can touch but each still. <laughs> other. I, I actually didn't know that about
0: yeah Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of things happening with this right now. About and there's also been like five thousand people have died building their stadium. I did hear that. Yeah.
2: Is that yeah, real? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. How? Heat exhaustion or something? That's oh, not. For oh, oh, yeah. And they, they also don't have an OSHA over there. So it's like, you know, there, there's no guardrails on anything. You're just <laughs> up yeah, 100 feet fall. in the air. Oh. Like, yeah.
0: yeah it's, it's kind of strange.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but different... I, so to get, I, I think where I give credit is certain sports and certain teams take a leap forward over others. I think as organizations or as sports in general, um, you know, I, I wouldn't say that one really outclasses a lot of the other ones, but I think there's mm-hmm. there's. There's been really cool ideas and unique things and steps taken here to say, listen, we, we understand that we're stronger as a wider organization and casting a wider net to fans and to participants. So that's where I, I give, again, I give credit to any sport who raises the hand. Um, canoe and kayak is one we just talked to. NASCAR does a hell of a job. Like there's, there's a bunch of things you wouldn't expect out there that are doing a pretty good job.
2: And whether you're in the locker room or in the stands, just assume you have a member of that LGBTQ plus community person in the locker room and that can that can that can that can stop a lot of problems yeah. right there.
1: It, and I I I always it's funny when people say it's like, "Hey, when if you have to say, "Hey, no offense" or, you know, um, "Hey, I was joking." If you need to like follow up whatever you're saying with that, you likely shouldn't be saying it anyway. And I think that's where that's one of those measurements in our in our brain that if somebody is standing there from that community or that race or that religion or whatever it happens to be, would you say that thing still and or would you have to say, "Hey, just joking" or no offense. And if you are, just not worth saying it. Move well, on. There's, there's and then also, jokes.
2: what would be awesome, too, is, and I'm, you probably see that, and obviously we're not in the locker room anymore, is having a a, a, a captain or somebody next to you saying, hey, shut up, stop that. You know, yeah. having someone speak up to it and not being afraid to ask the question or have the conversation.
1: Uh, well, absolutely. And I we, we always say, listen, there's, there's in-person doing that. And then there's also the almighty group chat, which we all know has... Uh, some creative uh, aspects to our to our group chat that we see, especially yeah. from athletes. And so, on the group chat, can you trust that if somebody makes a you know joke or says, "Oh my god, that you know that's that's gay," is the next comment "lol" or you know "haha yeah," or is mm. it you know not here, guys? And that's what we're going after. It's not about big. It's not about running down the street with a rainbow flag. That that's we have the street and the flag. If you want to do that, it's more so this small stuff that just makes a massive difference. And that added up over time is, is inclusion and it's it's a better team. It's a better sport. Like it's a better experience for all of us. I I just was
0: peeling through my mind, all the group chats that I had. And I would say that (laughs) I I think a lot of that stuff has actually fallen out naturally. Like in the last, in the last five years, three years, 10 years, whatever it is, where that might've been heavy in there early, right? Mm -hmm. Where I think naturally it's fine. I'm just, I'm thinking of one. I've had a group chat with four buddies that I played with the Astros. If it, get,
2: if it gets in the wrong hands, it's going to be taken the wrong way. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> right, that's true too. Yeah. But this Not thing has context, been alive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, no, 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 that doesn't no, mean that. No, no. this right. thing has been alive since 2008. Right, so like if we go deep, there's like. By the way, you should see how many pictures he has in his phone. It's it's in a godly number of, so I've never deleted number, anything I out of my I can't even phone. believe this. So
0: <laughs> I don't know how, first of all, I don't know how to use the cloud thing. I just keep on buying more storage, but everything just stays on my I phone. I bet you
2: they're all in the cloud regardless.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I've, my, my picture role starts in 2008, like on my I, phone.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, can't, my I can't wait. I can't wait to the, uh, the, the tip phone hack happens. And all of a sudden that will not
0: be a great hack. I will tell you that. All right, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of pictures that I've taken lately that are, uh, what, do we, what am I trying to say? Self-deprecating <laughs> I'm trying to make myself <laughs> where better. I've been like, okay, I need to take a picture of this so that it never happens again. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, this, I walked by the mirror the other day and I was like, gross.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: that was
2: it.
1: You were covered in powder head to toe. You were looking yeah, good. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nipples down. Nipples down. <laughs> that's, that's the term. But, what else do we have? Oh, the, I mean, our our partnership.
0: Yeah, no, and, and we're and you know the, we're excited about it. Max, what's the what's the
2: giveaway that we're doing? We're doing a marathon. Yeah, we're right? working on um, a jersey for the Boston Marathon. Yeah, right? yeah we're, we're going we to supply more. their team at the Boston Marathon with jerseys. Yeah, hopefully, so we it's mo- do more. hopefully it's sports moisture meant like. Waking. I know. Yeah, we will make sure of that for oh, you. Oh yeah, that, you want a Cotton tea, right? No <laughs> cotton teas <laughs> in the no, most need special underwear or something. You're I'm gonna sure have to too. put like band aids over the like. You're, I've done that. Oh, I have too. I've done that. It's a problem. It hurts. That's the
0: powder thing. Then you put. I'll tell you what. Then you go to the, the what? Not the not the Johnson Johnson. What's the one that? What's that? No. Gold, no bond. gold bond. Gold put bond. Put gold bond on that. Medicated, oh. not fun. Not fun
2: after it's been ripped apart. Oh. Not fun.
1: <laughs> so I
0: remember the first time, like when you used to go down to spring training, and I'm I'm a i am i am i would say you know I'm from Maine originally, and then have been in the Northeast my whole life, hmm. and would you know get drafted by Houston, which is in a hot climate, and our spring training is in Kissimmee, Florida.
2: Oh, and I remember geez. the first
0: spring training I went down, like I just was in the main winter (laughs) until until the middle of february right so i am a ghost absolute ghost i went down and like you know getting all your gear it's hot like throw the shorts on throw the shirt on like gotta go run poles and your pole is running foul pole the foul pole get get your run do you know 40 poles or something like that i remember getting done my calves were (laughs) orange like they were fluorescent <laughs> orange and my my chest my man area right here was on fire to the point of like it was streaks good. on my shirt of like blood and i'm like this is not good like what am i going to do and i was hurting for, i almost had to go on the dl uh, i almost went on the dl for chase. For i can't chafe. pitch i can't yeah. pitch. My i, like, my I nipples can't hurt. this hurts so bad right now <laughs> So it's been there. Uh, we, we can't, we came up full circle right there. That's why you have a podcast. podcast. Yeah. You open something, you bring it home. So we it. have to do more though. We should do more of them. So we'll figure out how to do more with you guys. Yeah. I mean this and you're and this is a great conversation. We appreciate it. You've been fun to yeah. talk to. It's been a blast. Right. And we've learned, we've learned, I've grown. What have we learned? <laughs> we've learned a lot. I've, I've grown. Max, have you learned anything? A lot. And Max is a sailor too. Max sails. Sails rides horses. No, previously rode horses. Again, like swot. Swells. Swo- you swot it. Yes. Yeah. yes. And then any other sports? Uh, sailing. Yeah. So Football. What about now? What about right now? What are you doing right now? Just sailing. Right. Just sailing. Okay. He's trying to get his boat in the water. No,
2: it's in <laughs> the water. Oh, I'm trying, trying to get the, the water, water out of the boat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's important. Sailing
0: feels inclusive. Oh, it's super oh, inclusive. Very inclusive. Definitely. Right? I would say so.
1: Well, too. so we we have I've worked with with U.S. sailing and some others and. It, uh their challenge is getting people who uh from areas that are not just the northeast and, and maine to hop in a yeah. sailboat and actually learn what they're doing like that, or San that have right. boat and a w- body of water and the money to be able to get it done so that's one of those things they have that, but they're doing a great job be, again it might that be harder than hockey that makes sense it might be yeah. harder than the hockey. yeah so, yeah. so that's 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 all the sports though that they do a pretty good job because i think they see themselves and equestrians another one like how many you got to own a horse. Like th- that's not an easy thing <laughs> to do. Not, no, uh, no, to be able to, to be able to do that stuff. So yeah. I think those sports get it, and they, and they do a. There's a huge fund that the uh, U.S. Equestrian has to do outreach into communities and like, hey, mm-hmm. try riding a horse for the first time, and then if you like that, let's hop over a you know the first gate and see how that goes. So Oof. I give I give credit to those sports that know they have a challenge and go after it.
0: Imagine the poor horse that sees us coming to
2: ride a horse there's for the wh- first time.
1: There's <laughs> like, look there's, at these. There's, look. there's
2: absolutely no chance of getting on a horse. No chance <laughs> No chance whatsoever. <laughs> He's just laid out. He just laid out. Oh, he just out. he just wouldn't just get up. Would, just like no, it wouldn't lay down. It would actually
0: sit like a dog <laughs> and be like, get off my back right now. I'm not getting up.
2: No. <laughs> oh, that this would is going to be, gonna be a hard. This is going to hurt. No, That's that what the be horse tough. would be saying, This is going to hurt. That would be tough. Ma- Max, you got to get these guys on horses for the next podcast. Come on. Yep. Oh, God. I'm, same same I'm scared. Yeah, I'm that, you're high. If that thing is, you're high up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that thing can do whatever. Like, I just, I got out one time in Denver when I played out there last two years. And the guy actually had the... The rains? The, rain. the rains. Oof. Got it. Had the rains just walking around. I was, I almost I almost oh, My oh, That's, oh, worth oh, <laughs> bucks, That's worth 20 it. 20 bucks. <laughs> Put it in the That's jar. That's worth it. I'll take it. Put it in the jar. It was, it was terrifying.
0: It's it's not. I mean, my neighbor had twenty five horses growing up. Like like and he had a big farm and did the whole thing. And I remember I hated horses growing up. I was like oh, these things terrifying. How can me. you hate horses? I just didn't like them. The big teeth. I was always like they're gonna bite my head off or something. And they're not. They're I'm like and he like give it, a, give it a carrot. I'm like absolutely not because it looks just <laughs> like my fingers, <laughs> you know. So no no way there. But then when I moved to Lexington, I like I actually like really really liked horse racing and barns and you know i was like oh i'm kind of becoming uh you know a little bit of a horse uh aficionado yeah right that's a good word yeah yeah you're an expert and uh, not an expert just like i like to follow it now um (laughs) i will say i went back to his farm a couple years ago with the girls and there's a guy (laughs) this is a funny story actually so i'm like oh cool let's go up and look at the look at the horses girls right like so the you know they're probably five and three at that time mm-hmm. so we're sitting out there just outside the fence right and he's on a horse horse is a little wild and then there's another guy riding a horse and his thing's like barely lumping along whoop, whoop like doing this and we're watching we're watching all of a sudden that horse i don't know what happened it launched that guy off <laughs> it, and it started running just looping the thing and like it was going to run like and jump over the fence i was like we're getting we're, yeah, getting we're, out
2: of we're not we're not we're not <laughs> we ran we gone. got
0: in the car we we're done so that's my last like real close encounter with a horse except for watching on tv but tip, i do tip, like
1: tip i i have a fear like i think horses are one of those things if they ever just get together and it's time to rebel like it's over because there's so strong. The yeah. Horses and then crocodiles on golf courses. Like, if they ever really just want to go after all of us, yeah, we, what's wrong? We, we, Ooh, that's we've so used to, it was it was become true. so normal, like it, it's over. So, I think we are living very tenuously on yeah. this.
0: On that's this scary. Yeah. What were you saying? Duck sized horse or horse sized duck? Oh, this Ooh. is a good question, Max. Yeah. Duck sized horse or a hundred, sorry, a hundred horse sized. Sorry. A hundred what? All right, so, no, what this the, is that, one of those hypotheticals. Yeah. Like, would you he,
1: rather fight off a hundred?
0: duck-sized horses yep. or one horse-sized horse size duck. duck one horse <sighs> says, oh it depends if it's one of those ducks I think like you're a de- swan you know those mean swans i think you're dead either way <laughs> probably no those if it's a mean swan thing like they have those that huge beak imagine like a horse-sized massive beak like closing on you that's not fun no also i have one for you max back at you oh god what's heavier a thousand pounds of feathers or a thousand pounds of bricks—they weigh the Whoa. same. Ooh, nice job. <laughs> nice job! Nice
2: job, We've
1: Been around the block one. a couple okay, of times. All right, good.
2: Oh, Kurt, all hey, right. we appreciate you coming on here, man. That was that was a blast. Um, and keep up, keep up the good fight. What you guys are doing is yep. important. And you know, as we all see in sports and mm-hmm. athletics, it means so much more later on in life. So yep. let's get everybody out there that that can play. You can, I, I you, can play. you can play
0: project.org correct mm-hmm. yes yeah you, know do we, that again? We, right at you can play
1: project.org um and and we listen we we are happy to help any organization big or small youth league to pro organization you know whatever athlete it might be and again it's just about small incremental changes makes the biggest difference and so we really appreciate the time that you've given us i mean you all have been amazing the fact that we got dan to use a highlighter i mean this is we are, that's great. a win oh, first, in first itself. <laughs> he's never, I don't Tyler. think he's ever bought a pen. He's
0: never had to have a pen. <laughs> this is like, awesome. it's so, brand new. Hey, yeah. thank you. Do you with and, the and followers. The we appreciate yeah, it well, also, yes, uh, uh, <laughs> like, follow, subscribe, share, um, uh, <laughs> just yourself. That'd be fine. Just one of you. <laughs> one, at, <laughs> one, at a, one at a time. Yeah, one, one, at a time. one follower <laughs> at a time. Actually, can you try for us right now to see if we're shadow banned? <laughs> that's because we may be right now. So we're, we're going to need your help. Nice. All right. We All right, appreciate Kurt. it, Kurt. Thanks, Thanks a lot, thank man. Thank you. Thanks, okay. Squad Locker.
1: We really appreciate the help. You got it. Now, can't talk, wait to, to talk you later, to you again. Man. See you. All right. Bye now. Past Our Prime is brought to you by Squad Locker. Squad Locker is your one-stop shop for custom team apparel, delivered right to your front door. Learn more by visiting squadlocker.com.